This call may be recorded or transcribed. Hello, hello, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Have anybody already joined the call? I would love to hear you. Good morning. This is the time we say good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Tinder. Hey, sister. I was making sure you was on, too. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Yes, he did. Oh, we all know wake up list. We all know wake up list. Okay, so are you ready? Good morning, Sister Lisa. God, happy Monday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Happy Monday. Hey, hey. God bless you too, Sister. Have a great day. 
You too. Okay, so we got to just, um, we'll just wait a minute. It's uh, 5.58, okay? We just like count, count to 20, then say good morning, you know. I'm good, sis. I'm a, we gonna, we gonna talk real good after we done, okay? Okay. Oh Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Glory be to God. Oh, don't you just love him? Go ahead, Ivan. on the call. Who's on the wake up list? Good morning, good morning. Yes, ma'am, and I'm so glad he did. Good morning, dynamic duo. I absolutely love y'all. Happy Monday morning. Have a good day. Yeah. Declare victory. Love you too. Good morning. Last Monday too. Hello, who else is that? Good morning, Miss Diane. Hold on, Yvonne. Hold on, Yvonne. Yvonne, hold on, sis. Yvonne, hold on. What did it say? Go ahead. Yeah, Diane. Good morning. This is good. Uh, this is Diane, and uh, I have a prayer request. Okay. My nephew is uh, past this weekend. What did you say? Your nephew is who? Bert Carter. The Carter family. The Carter family. Got you. Yeah. He uh, had a stroke and blood clots on his brain. So if you could pray for the family, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, I got it, so you're welcome. You're welcome. God bless. Yes. Cool. Hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Claire Victory. Simona, who have joined the call, would like to say good morning. Good morning. It's her name. Hi. We're on the wake-up list. Good morning. It's Renee. Hello. Good morning, Renee. Peace and love. Yes. Same to you, sis. God has been so good to us, y'all. Yes, Lord, glory, 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 glory. Good. 
Yes, sister, go ahead. Yes, we take the Aida down too, okay? And by the way, Yvonne, your cousin is doing a lot better. You got to remember that, okay? You should be praising God. You should be a praise report right now. But okay, we pray for Aida. Glory be to God. Glory, glory. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Have anybody joined the call that would like to say good morning? We would love to hear your beautiful sound on this magnificent Monday. Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Sandy. Good morning, Sandy. Can you hear your beautiful sound, sir? Good morning. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. Good morning, Krishanda. I love you. I love you too. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Good morning, DZ family. Good morning, Yvonne and Moxie. This is Natasha. Happy Hello. Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Natasha. Y'all, this is the day the Lord has made. We go rejoice and be glad in it. Hey, let's go. Glory be to God. That's how I feel right now. What up, though? Hey, Vaughn, girlfriend. Hey, Mona. It's Dee Dee. Love you, ladies. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Report our baby Alexis, miracle baby, is walking, so God is good. Okay, doctors didn't think she was gonna walk till March. It's January, let's go. Thank you, God. That beautiful baby, yes, that is a praise report. Yes, wait a minute. I want to write her name down again. That just went right over me. Her name again, that's Alexis. We remember we're praying for. Uh-huh, Alexis right. and Micah. And Micah is on his way walking, too. He's just a little thicker, so it's going to take him a little longer. <laughs> you know the boys. You know how that is. Child, be praise. Yes, come on, Alexis. All right, come on. Go ahead, Yvonne. Let's continue. Good. Good God. He is. Good morning, Yvonne. Good morning, Moxie. Hey, everybody. I don't know if Cynthia got on yet and talked about it being her birthday today. <laughs> today is Cynthia's birthday. Happy birthday, Cynthia. Thank you, everyone. Happy birthday, Cynthia. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate everybody that's saying that. It makes me feel good. Thank you. Good. It's your birthday, girl. Happy New Year. Hey, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Yes. 
Glory be to God. Okay, one more time, you guys. Hello, good morning. If anybody joins the call that would like to say good morning, this is the time we say good morning to each other on this magnificent Monday. We would love to hear your beautiful sound this morning. Good morning, Yvonne. And then, Moxie, this is Juanita. And happy Monday. And, and Didi, that was a great report. And, um, it's good um the praise report for baby Alexis, so Yes. All right. We got a praise You too, sis. You too. You have a blessed day. Okay, it looks like it's that. Last call for whoever on the line for the wake-up list. God woke you up this morning. To God be praised. Okay, you guys, it look like this. We don't quit over. I need everyone, Yvonne, could you please put your phone for me, please? I need everyone to please look down at your phone and please mute your lines before we proceed. <laughs> oh, Susie. I hear Susie. I got I'm, you down, Susie. I'm hurting really, really bad. I'm hearing really, really bad. Okay, really, really bad. We're about to pray for you right now, Susie. I got okay. you down. Okay. Okay. I love you. We we love you. Okay, everybody, please, please check your phone. I'm just to proceed now. Hello, everyone. My name is Moxie Mona, and the greeting you just heard was our sister, Yvonne Mary Lachelle. And we thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 8 a.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. I'm sorry, 9 a.m. Eastern Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to tune in with us through the month of January. Our monthly theme is Seed, Time, and Harvest. The declarers will focus on fertile ground as that is where we get all of our nutrients as we are journeying through this Christian life. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There are, there's one announcement for today. First, please join us tonight and every Monday night. Marriage for Marriage Matters for Married Couples and Married Hopefuls. You can call into the same number tonight between 6.30 and 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time between 8.30 and 9.30 p.m. Central Time between 9.30 and 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You will be happy that you did. I didn't see any prayer requests, you guys, on the um, app, but we do have spoken prayer requests. We have a spoken prayer request from um, Sister Diane. She asked for us to pray for the Carter family. Um, uh, her nephew, he had a stroke. And I heard her say something about blood clots. So we are lifting up the Carter family. Yvonne is still asking us to pray for Aida, her cousin Aida, um, who had a fall not too long ago. And we are also praying for Susie. Susie is in a lot of pain, so we are lifting up Susie. But we have a praise report, you guys. 
We also have a praise report that baby Alexis, who we was praying for, is up and walking. So God be praised. Okay. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise, would be brought by Natasha. The declaration would be brought by Christina Joy. And then we go right into closing comments, hosted by our declarer, Christina Joy. Once again, I repeat the order of the call. The order of call, prayer, and corporate praise would be brought by Natasha. And our declaration would be brought by Christina Joy. And then we go right into closing comments, hosted by our declarer. The scripture for today is coming from Luke 10 and 2. And it reads, he told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send our workers into his harvest field. Once again, Luke 10 and 2, he told them, the harvest is plentiful. But the workers are few. So ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send our workers into his harvest field. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to please look down at your phone, double check, triple check, you guys. Matter of fact, triple check to make sure your phone is on you. I now pass the call to the, the prayer warrior, Natasha. God, we praise. We love you guys. Have a magnificent Monday. Love you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Spirit of the living God. We come humbly, yet boldly, before your throne of grace with gratitude and thanksgiving that you have seen fit for us to see the dawning of a new day. Grateful for new mercy grateful for the ruach that flows through us, your breath in our lungs, Holy Spirit, we are grateful that you are with us. We invite you to work in and through us this day and every day as we are ever mindful that many of someone did not wake up this morning, but you have seen fit to continue us among the living so we have work yet to do. Your will and your plans to be accomplished. You are not done with us yet, and for that we say, thank you. Thank you for your grace and your mercy and your loving kindness. Thank you for your patience and your forgiveness, which we ask for. For all our sins, known and unknown, we ask forgiveness where we have fallen short where we have left undone so many things we should have done, where we have said things we should not have said, forgiveness when we have been silent but should have witnessed for you. We thank you that your grace is sufficient and that your mercies abound. We ask, God, that you would search our hearts, and when you find that which is not pleasing, that which is stony and unfertile, we ask that you would pluck it up, that you would toss it out, that you would do the work that only you can do, to soften our hearts so that we may be open and pliable to your word, that you may sow upon good ground 
that we may receive what you have for us. Lord, you heard the prayer requests that have been made this day. You know those that were spoken in word and those that remain unspoken in hearts. You know our needs better than we know ourselves, God. We ask that you would pray for Yvonne's cousin, Aida, Lord God, and all that she stands in need of. For the Carter family, Lord, and the young man who had a stroke, Lord God, we know that healing is a children's spread, Lord God. We are also praying for our sister Susie for her healing, mind, body, and spirit, Lord, that you would help her in these times of trial and trouble and pain, Lord God. We know that you are a healer, and we thank you already that it is done, Lord. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you that you can do it when no one else can. We're grateful for the praise report that has gone forth for our miracle baby, Alexa, walking. Lord God, we thank you for our children, just the precious gifts that you have given us to steward over them. We ask for prayers for those who are the least among us who may be unhoused and out in the elements. Let us not be forgetful of those who stand in need. And let us be ever mindful that we have a responsibility to love our neighbors as we would love ourselves. We thank you. We ask for prayers for our nation and our system of government. It is easy sometimes when we look around to feel overwhelmed by everything that's going on. But we stand reminded that you are in charge. You are not shocked by the state of our world. Your ways are not our ways. And you are not at a loss for what to do, for nothing is impossible for you. So we proclaim that you will be glorified throughout this darkness and that you will pierce it with your light and shine brighter than the fear of what is going on around us. We ask that you would guard our hearts and our minds and encourage anyone who may feel anxious or afraid. We ask that you would continue to heal those who are sick and protect those who are not. We ask that you would give our leaders the wisdom as they navigate us through these times, that you would give them the wisdom and surround them with good people with good counsel, people who are of you and know your word. And we ask, Lord, that you would help us to be united and increase our generosity and faith and love for those around us as we work to restore our communities for your name. Rescue people from the depression and addiction and the loneliness that strikes us. We ask for your help as we continue to be transformed through you and let the spiritual renewal that we experience through you strengthen our resolve to share your hope. We thank you that when we can look up at the sky, we see glimpses of your glory. 
And when we spend time in your word, we can be amazed by your creativity. We thank you that we can talk to one another and that we can see in you, in people. We see your beauty reflected in the faces of our brothers and our sisters. We thank you that you are so good and so worthy of honor and of praise. We thank you that you give hope to the hopeless and strength to the weak and that you alone can renew our minds and remind us of our purpose. So let us be reminded to take every thought captive, to cast our cares on you and give you our concerns and know that you are with us and that you will continue to instruct and guide us. And as we reflect on your word, Help us to apply our truths to your, our lives. Give us the strength we need to do what is right and to help us above all else to pursue, pursue you. We thank you for the blessing that is our health and our strength that we have. And we thank you that we have this word. We thank you for this vehicle. We thank you for all the people that go into giving us this opportunity to be fed each day. Those behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, our declarers, our greeters, our hosts, our prayer warriors. Lord, we just thank you. You are such a wonderful blessing. So as we take our phones off mute and we begin to praise you and give you thanks, we want to honor you, Lord and be mindful of your greatness, of your love, of your unfailing grace. We ask our brothers and our sisters to come in corporately and praise your name and say thank you for all that you do for us. For we know that if you never did another thing for us, if we had a thousand tongues, we could not say thank you enough for all that you continue to do for us. Just for waking us up this morning, Lord. We love you. We are grateful. We need you. We can't do this without you. Bless your name, Lord. Lord. Bless you and love. Bless your name, Father. Thank 
And we thank you that you are with us. And as I prepare to pass the call to the prayer warrior, I would ask a special blessing upon her, Christina Joy. Lord, that you will pour back into her a thousandfold. All that she pours out to us in this teaching today. And we thank you for her life. We thank you for her obedience, Lord. We just thank you for her as I pass the call. Christina, the call is in your hands. Thank you, Todd. Thank you for such a beautiful, peaceful atmosphere that you set with your prayer. Thank you for everyone who opened up their mouth and released their sound. Because I know they reached the Lord with the sweet smelling aroma. I want to thank everyone who is a laborer for declared victory those who are on the front end and on the back end. Um, thank you to Dion, who celebrated her birthday on Saturday, January 14th. Happy belated again, as I already know I spoke to you via text on your birthday. Just thank you for being obedient and doing what the Lord told you to do with even planting this call, creating this platform for believers to be encouraged, uplifted, and to grow. Happy birthday, Cynthia, today. Um, I appreciate you allowing the Lord to do a perfect work in your life. And I wanted to let Miss Diane know that we are lifting her and the Carter family up as her nephew has passed away from complications due to a stroke. We ask that Jehovah Rapha would heal your heart and Jehovah Shalom would bring you peace that passes all understanding. So as we position ourselves for the teaching today, I want you all to just make sure that your phones are on mute. That's to not affect the playback for those who may listen to it or for those listening live. All right, so let's get started. This month has been dynamic already with all the different teachings we had on seed, time, and harvest. So I pray that um, the Lord would do his perfect work now as I add what he's given me on the top, on the topic as well. So I'll start with a quick prayer. So Abba Father, I just want to thank you for this day. I thank you that you hear me and that you always hear and listen to me when I pray to you. I ask that not my will, but your will be done even now. 9.29 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on January 16, 2023. Let me do a great job of getting out of your way. I pray that I may decrease as you may increase and allow the words out of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in your sight for you. You are my strength and you are my redeemer. I ask forgiveness of all sins, known or unknown, so that this teaching and this prayer be not hindered. And I pray that your word is glorified through this. The kingdom of God is edified 
and encouraged because of it. The devil was absolutely terrified. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest this month's theme. Just wanted to lay the foundation with um, a promise, a covenant that God made with creation after the flood. Genesis 8, verse 22. Um, New King James Version where <clears throat> the Lord said, verses 21 and 22, he smelled a soothing aroma from a sacrifice Noah made. And the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. Although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. Seed time and harvest is a divine covenant God has made with creation. It is a process that we have to understand in order to survive here on the earth. Um, agriculture is the science that and the business that's been developed, which is another word for farming here in America, but there are many agricultural practices that mirror the spiritual practice of seed time and harvest, these practices of um, growing crops, including growing crops, including the art and science of cultivating the soil, which we have her teachings on, planting the seeds, what type of seed are you planting, or what type of soil are you, has been taught this month already, knowing how to plant seeds in the proper season, adding manure for fertilization, irrigation, protecting from weeds, harvesting and storage of crops, so just a few of the practices of agriculture. So what I wanted to discuss, the Lord dropped in my spirit to talk about is harvest. What is harvesting? <clears throat> harvesting is the process or period of gathering ripe crops from the field. Harvesting can be done manually with hand tools or with large machinery. As I meditated on the scripture that was spoken as a scripture for this day, Matthew 9, 36 through 38, In the Passion Translation, when Jesus saw the vast crowds of people and his heart was deeply moved with compassion, he said to his disciples, the harvest is huge and ripe, but there are not enough harvesters to bring it all in. So as you go, plead with the owner of the harvest to thrust out many more reapers to harvest his grain. Now that I got to discovering what goes into harvesting the grain, There were a few things that the Lord brought to my attention and I was advised the Holy Spirit to bring these to you. So, first things first, 
crops are harvested at a certain level of maturity. There's a certain level of maturity that has to happen in your process before your crop can be harvested. Number one. The reason why crops have to be harvested at a certain time and a certain season is because if they are left in the field for too long after maturity, it can lead to the predisposition of pests. Hmm. Depending on the position of the grain, harvesting is carried out in different strategies. And so as I discussed harvesting, since there are many different types of strategies and many different types of crops to harvest, for my example, I will be using wheat for how the process is done. Wheat, which is planted in early spring and ripens in early June, there are four steps of harvesting. There's the reaping, the threshing, the cleaning, and the transporting. There will be two that I will discuss in detail with you all this morning. Number one, reaping. We all know the scriptures where it says in Galatians 6, 7, do not be deceived, God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap. Reaping is the process of cutting down the mature crops. Um, before, tech, before agriculture developed more advanced technology, this was a process that was done manually with a tool called a grain cradle. And basically what would happen is the farmer would go out using the tool to catch the grain and cut it down, deposit it in a pile, and then there would be one or two people follow behind the man with the cradle to tie the wheat into bundles using straw itself. Uh, we find out how important this process was. And also there are many times that it's discussed in the Bible. In the book of Ruth, um, chapter two, verses two and three, two and three, Ruth says to Naomi to ask, he asks her to let her go out into the field to pick up whatever grain is left behind the reapers. Um, so that someone may be merciful to her, knowing that she had to prepare food for her and Naomi. Naomi told her to go ahead, and so Ruth left and went into the fields to pick up the gleanings, the grain that had been left behind by the harvesters. And it was just so happened the portion of the field she worked in belonged to Boaz. Reaping has to be done by more than one person. There's someone that cuts it down, but then you have to have the other people to help bundle it and gather it together. Reaping requires a laborer and co-laborers to assist. Hmm. And reaping has to happen at, a pro at the perfect time so that there is not a predisposition of pests in the field. By saying that, we understand that after you grow in Christ and get to a certain level of maturity, you are reaped. You are put out in the sun to dry and then taken. After the bundles dry, they are taken to a barn or a carefully built sack until threshing time. Threshing, which is the second point, 
the second part of the process. It is the process in which the wheat is separated from the stalk. There's a part of the wheat grain that is edible and that is of good use for us at the top of a very long stem. So after the grain is cut and dried, the seed head has to be removed from the stem. From the stem. So therefore, threshing is done after the harvest. In the Bible, we see many times where the threshing floor was a place um, where many big things happened. It's an elevated location. When Joseph was with his kinsmen um, and the Egyptian followers, they stopped for seven days at the threshing floor of Atad to lament the death of Jacob. That's in Genesis chapter 50, verse 10. Anytime in biblical times that someone would stop at the threshing floor, it would be a convenient place for caravan to rest. They would notice the threshing floor as a symbolism of their halting place. Hmm. David built an altar on Ornan's threshing floor in 2 Samuel chapter 24, verses 18 through 24. Um, this later became the site of the temple if you read 2 Chronicles chapter 3, verse 1. So the threshing floor was the place that David chose to build his altar. Ruth reveals herself to Boaz on the threshing floor. If you read Ruth chapter 3, verses 6 through 9. The threshing floor is a place of separation, and it's also a place of revelation. So the practice of threshing begins with intentional destruction. Before machinery, the technique was done by oxen trampling out the grain and crushing the crop under the weight of their hooves or either being attached to a grinding wheel. Ladder grain would be beaten out with a stick or crushed under the weight of a sledge. Isaiah 41 verses 15 through 16 says, Behold, I will do a new threshing sledge with sharp teeth. You shall thresh the mountains and beat them small and make their hills like chaff. Isaiah 28 verses, uh, for the black cumin is not threshed with a threshing sledge, nor is a cartwheel rolled over it, but the black cumin is beaten out with a stick. So you see there's several times in um, the Bible where God discusses the threshing process, the threshing process. And even though we are in modern day times and we are under the new covenant through Jesus, God still uses the process of threshing us. Mm. Because the threshing floor is a place of crushing a lot of times we try to avoid this process. We don't want to go through the process of being on the threshing floor, but it is also a beautiful picture of worship and a metaphor for our sanctification. See, the threshing floor 
is not a place of punishment. Instead, it's a place where the seed that was within us, which grew into maturity, is now unearthed to be used for God's provision. It's the process of him separating us from what is good and what can be used for kingdom purposes from what is evil. It is a physical space that happens when we are being guided and redeemed by Jesus. See, it's our responsibility as part of the harvesting process to cooperate with being on the threshing floor and to honor God with the bounty of what is revealed through that crushing. A lot of times we we don't want to go through it because we think we're being punished. We don't want to be separated from our past. We don't want God to take away the identity of what we believe we are. But what God is trying to do on the threshing floor is to open up our eyes to see what is hidden within. Mm. Even though it's a painful process, it's something that is necessary. It's something that will be used for the good. It's his process of refinement. Actually, something as you're thinking about if you're either on the threshing floor, fighting with the process of being on the threshing floor, or one of the watchmen surrounding the threshing floor. What is an issue in your life that God is asking you to take to the threshing floor? What is the thorn in your flesh? What is that internal struggle and battle that you have that sometimes may keep you up at night? What is the thing that is taking you away from being in perfect peace? See, the threshing is also a place where God gives us divine healing and restoration. It's a place where God can crush and trample over you to separate you from the pride, from the pain, from the betrayal, from the anger, from the bitterness. He can separate you from the mistakes that you felt like made you who you were. And maybe those things were a purpose, were purposeful because they helped you grow into maturity, but they are not your full identity. They are part of your past. So if you're running from the process and you realize you're going through a cycle continuously over and over and over and you feel like, why haven't I gotten to the next place of promise? Why haven't I received that promotion in the spiritual realm? Why haven't I been able to serve in the capacity that I know he's called me to. Maybe it's because you haven't decided yet to lay on the threshing floor. 
you have a conviction in your heart about something, whether it's an offense, an unforgiveness, but it's preventing you from going deeper, it's time for you to go to the threshing floor. See, we must offer up our fears. Because even if you're afraid to let the crushing happen, understand that even if God is creating you into a new creature in Christ Jesus, it doesn't mean you're going to completely lose who you think you are. Instead, God will refine it. God will allow for those things that are not pleasing or not even able to be used by the kingdom to be broken off of you. There has to be a place of wholehearted surrendering of you knowing that not only God can do this and he will, but he will use the threshing floor to heal your heart and to take you into new depths of relationship with him. But there's a part of the process after the threshing that has to happen before the grain can be cleaned, before it can be stored, and that's called the winnowing. The winnowing is the process and the methodology of separating the grain seeds from the chaff And this process can only be done by using the help of the wind. See, without wind, we cannot finish the process of the threshing. The wind allows the lighter husk to fly away and the heavier grains to fall. The final separation, which is being done by separating those things that are still with the husk, those things that are no longer edible and no longer to be used from the things that are. You cannot win without the win, which means we cannot have the final process done without the help of Holy Spirit. Allow the winnowing breath of the Holy Spirit to finish the process. Allow yourself to feel the breath and the wind of his Holy Spirit do the final steps of separation of the things that were done by the crushing that happened on the threshing floor. You were created by God to be powerful. You were created by God to be honorable. You were created by God to be useful in the sphere of influence that he created you to be when he first knew you as a seed in your mother's womb. But see, he knew you in the fullness of who you are, even then, before he put you in your mother's womb. But in order for you to become that, you have to surrender to the process. But we all have important work to do, as the scripture told us this morning, that Jesus looked with compassion because the people seemed weary and helpless like wandering sheep without a shepherd and said that we must plead to God to thrust out more reapers to harvest his grain. 
in order for you to become one of the reapers, you must first allow the process of the threshing to continue and take place. In order for you to be used for the edification of the kingdom, in order for you to be used to nourish others, you must allow the full work of the process of threshing to finish and allow the winnowing and the wind of the Holy Spirit to blow into you and take whatever is left from being there. For Joel 2.24 says, the threshing floor is full of wheat and the vat shall overflow with new wine and oil. Do not allow the fear of the crushing to prevent you from becoming all that God calls you to be in the harvest season. Do not allow for the stubbornness of the flesh to delay your process. Instead, put it all on the threshing floor. And as wonderful and as necessary of a process it is, it's beautiful how God still uses his people to protect those that are on the threshing floor. First hmm. Samuel 23.1 talks about how threshing floors are in danger of being robbed. how the enemy used the Philistines to attack and ransack the threshing floor and steal the grain. So for this reason, someone always sleeps on the floor until the grain is removed. Ruth chapter 3 verse 7 talks about how Boaz laid down on the threshing floor because those who keep watch over the process are called watchmen. Mm. And it's the watchman's job to stand, wait, and see as they ascended on the elevated port of the threshing floor to see the purpose of God and his agenda being fulfilled and to guard the vulnerable grain on the threshing floor from being stolen by thieves or eaten by animals. So what you need to understand is that mm, even if you are exposed on the threshing floor, God has people praying for you, watchmen on the wall, so that you won't get stolen by the enemy so that you won't get eaten up by the locusts. So the little foxes won't spoil the vine that is you growing in the vineyard and being crushed as a grape. See, God uses all of us in the entire process of harvest. So it doesn't need to be something that you are afraid of going through because he is protecting you from the very beginning to the very end because we have Jesus. As our mediator, Jesus 
as the one who has separated us from sin through his salvation, Jesus, who is always praying and interceding for you, whose blood is crying out for you throughout the entire process. So this morning I ask you, what is it you need to bring on the threshing floor? that you can bring it and leave it there and let God's perfect work in you begin and finish by the winnowing and the wind rushing in of the Holy Spirit. So, Father, I want to thank you. I thank you for the crushing that happens on the threshing floor. I thank you for this process of refinement that you do in each and every one of us. Whether it's something we go through one time or several times, I thank you for the revelation that comes out of us allowing you to crush us so that we can be used by you in a way that is honorable and pleasing. Right now, I pray for the sowers, the ones who labor out in the field, who sow the seeds, knowing that sometimes the birds will come and snatch them up. They'll be choked by the thorns or grown on rocky soil, but they still sow because they know that they are seed, which is your word, that falls on good ground. I thank you for the seed that falls on the good soil, and I thank you that at the proper time when you do a harvest, you have the laborers that you thrust out to help in the process. I thank you for bringing in a new generation of laborers for the harvest. I thank you for those who have felt like they were afraid of your crushing and being on the threshing floor, deciding now to bring themselves to you and let you have your perfect work in them. And I thank you for the Holy Spirit that does the finishing with the winnowing of the threshing. I ask that you would blow in the Holy Spirit right now on this call to blow away whatever chaff is still being held onto the grain of your people so that you can use them for the edification of the body. So I thank you for this word that came forth. I thank you that you hear me. And as I close this prayer and this teaching, I know as I take solace that your word does not return to you void, but it accomplishes what you please and it prospers. So I thank you for the accomplishment of this word in the lives and in the hearts of your people. Thank you for all that you've done in our lives, all that you're doing and everything you are going to do. And right now, I say a special prayer for those apostles and pastors, those laborers, that they do not grow weary in doing good, knowing that they will receive their harvest. Continue to give them a refreshing even now. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to go ahead and open up the call. Um, First, opening it up for people who may have never spoken before or maybe this is your first time on the call. 
after that, I'll open it up for men and then anybody else that wants to say good morning. Floor is yours. All right, if there's no new callers, if there's any men that want to say good morning, go ahead. And if not, anybody else? Good morning. This is Kind Tim. Happy birthday, beautiful best friend. I love you all. Thank you, Christina Joy. I enjoyed your declaration. Thank you, Kind Tim. God bless you. Good, good morning. morning. God bless you. Great. Hey, Mama. Thank you. I heard someone else saying good morning, too. Good morning. It's Mary. Good morning. God bless you. Hey, Mary. Good morning. Is this me, Mary? No, Mary. This is this is Mary. Okay. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, Cassandra. Hey, Cassandra. Hey, Susie. Great declaration. God bless you. Thank you, Cassandra. Good morning, Christina. Love you. Love you too, Cynthia. Good morning. Good morning, Christina. Joy, this is Sandy. What a beautiful word. Thank you, Sandy. Good morning. Good morning, Christina. It's me, Mary. <laughs> ah, there's me, Mary. Good morning, me, Mary. <laughs> Hi. Good morning, Christina. Joy, this is Angela. Excellent declaration. Truly love how you broke that down. Beautiful girl. Appreciate God for using you as he did this morning. God bless you. Thank you, Angela. The God we pray. <laughs> All right. If there's no one else that wants to say good morning, we'll open it up for the love, life, and victory portion of the call. So if there's anyone that wants to talk about what they got or what they're putting on the threshing floor, now's your time to speak. Good morning, sis. I absolutely love you. Great share. Oh my God. So so detailed from from the the process. Oh my God. I love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So much to talk about. I'm 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 just gonna process. I'm gonna process. <laughs> Thank you, sis. Love you, too. <laughs> wow. I just want to say, Christina Joy, uh, every time um, you speak, I enjoy you. Um, like like Sister Shell said, you're very detailed, and I understand everything you say. I really enjoy you. Lord is just really blessing you. You're very uh, um, knowledgeable, and I thank God for you. I thank God for what he's doing in your life. Continue doing a great job for God. Thank you, Cynthia. God bless you. God bless you. Hey, Christina Joy Joy, Dee Dee. Good morning. Beautiful. Thank you for 
your sound. You just you just have such a teacher's teacher's sound. Um, grateful for you reminding us of the harvest because that really is the most important part um, of when we sow. Because reaping what we have sown in every aspect of it, I'm just grateful for you and for like I said, you come with a different. All the declares are so dope because you get something from each and every declare, something that you may made some of the scriptures you got you know you used or you've heard, but just the analogy and the breakdown. So I'm just grateful and it's something that we really need to to study more on the harvest and, and really understand the reaping and joy of what we have sown. Like, you know, so much to this this month. So grateful for you, baby sister, only age because of age. And um <laughs> Cynthia, I celebrate you. I just have to say that because a lot of people don't know you asked for sisters, and now you got a whole heap of us, and we love you, and we celebrate mm-hmm. you. So thank you, Christine. I love you. You're welcome. Thank you. Love you, too. And one of these days, I'm going to see you guys and give you all big old hugs, and Dee, we're going to get some peach coffee and have a good old time in Cali, okay? We're going to get some peach, and then I'm going to take you to Phil's, too. That's a little stronger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that feels feels feels. feels. <laughs> Good morning, Christina Joy. This is Juanita. Um, I just um I thank you for your declaration this morning. Um, the threshing floor is what got me. That's what I'm gonna put on there. There's several things that I need to put put there so um just thank you for your work this morning thank you um your as as your sound for me it's real peaceful you know it's just really um peaceful and um i just just thank you for the way you share um and god bless you thank you Tanita. god bless you too Mm-hmm. Your growth is beautiful to watch and see as well. Is there anyone else that wants to say something? So, um, was there someone about to start? I heard someone take her off from you. All right, girl. Um, is there anybody that wants to discuss what it is they're going to put on the threshing floor or talk about the process of being on the threshing floor? Um, or if you just want to have a say law right now because this is something that yes, Didi. Like okay, you, go ahead. Didi. When you talked about, and I love how um, the story of Ruth and all of that. If you just can touch on that piece a little bit more, because that was, you know, how we know. Well, we don't know, but the threshing floor just 
how significant it it was or is really you know what I mean in both the old and the new testament and just how you broke down what it is but that part whew, that Ruth that that right there <laughs> Ruth and Boaz because you it's just it's just amazing how um I don't think we even touch on on that part even you know what I mean does that make sense what I'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How just being a the woman being a widow, all of that. It, it's just okay. I'm gonna call mute because I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a lot of times um, we talk about the story of Ruth and Boaz because Ruth found her Boaz. If you're a single female, it's like oh, I want my Boaz. I want my Boaz. But um when you understand that Ruth had to go to the threshing floor in order to allow Boaz to get the revelation of who she was. Because Boaz wasn't thinking about Ruth when he was on the threshing floor, right? He was doing the Lord's business and bidding by protecting the grain that was there, the barley to be specifically. And Naomi advised Ruth on what to do in order to allow God to reveal to Boaz in that moment who she was. So that's why in the midst of all the things that happened to Ruth, losing her husband, Naomi saying she had bitterness because she lost her husband and her two sons. The story of redemption and the symbolism of what the threshing for did and was, even in that story, was one of separation and revelation and then reconciliation. So that's 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 so deep even in itself because so many times people say they want to Boaz. When you understand that God has to reveal to Boaz who you are, you respect the process even more. Hey, Christina. This is Gloria. God bless you. Thank you for that declaration. It was excellent. Um, the, uh, one of the things that about the threshing floor is that all of us have threshing floors. And as long as we're in this earth suits, we will have threshing floors. And so the process is not, it, it may be about, see, uh, part of it may be about seeing or being revealed to our Boaz. But most of it is about us be the 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 who God made us being revealed both to us and to the earth, to the world, okay. in the mm-hmm. kingdom of God. So the blessing about the thresh threshing floor is that it gets down to the realness of who we are in Christ, who God made us okay. and wrote about us in the volume of the book. So thank you for your declaration. I appreciate you. You're welcome. And yeah, that's it. I mean when you get to the core of it, it is about getting to the root of who we are on the threshing floor. But we have to be able to, we have to be willing to go down there in order for it to be done. And it's that part of being willing to go through the process. That's me yet. Mm. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, Christ Joy? How you doing? It's Moxie. Good. Yeah, it was such a great declaration since you just still got me still sitting here chewing and 
and thinking, but what keeps coming back up in my head is when you had mentioned um, about, of course, it got to be beaten out, of course, but then you had said about, um, if I'm not mistaken, it could be, it could, it, it could be stolen. And I don't know mm-hmm. why that keeps sticking out to me. Yeah, could you just elaborate? Mm-hmm. I know they confidence. Could you elaborate? Oh, no, go ahead. Talk? Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, like I was, I, and I use Boaz, Boaz was a watchman, right? Um, he went to the threshing floor to watch over the grain that was exposed. And in First Samuel 23 and 1, um, David found out the Philistines were robbing the threshing floor of the grain that was there because there was not a watchman that are protected. So God will put watchmen around the threshing floor and these watchmen are intercessors and it's their responsibility to guard the exposed and vulnerable grain from thieves and animals. Oh, so because you got it now? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much mm-hmm. as boss life, but what we're um, what we've been studying, pretty much, yes. Mm-hmm. As watch, as watch, mm-hmm. as watchmen, yeah. exactly, yeah, exactly. Because okay. watchmen don't only start, they didn't exactly. They don't mm-hmm. they don't just stand at the gate, but they also stand at the threshing floor during the harvest season, mm-hmm. and on the vineyards to guard, and that's their responsibility to guard the produce from bees and animals. Mm-hmm. Different stations. <laughs> That's why I just heard yeah. my head. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Nah, you good. And be, and if you go deeper, because the threshing floor was done with an elevated location, mm-hmm. it ties into Habakkuk two one. They climb up to the watchtower. They ascend to it. They stand yeah. guard. They wait and they see. So. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said it's important not to be afraid of the process of the crushing that's happening on the threshing floor because God strategically places watchmen to guard so that you don't get stolen by the enemy in the process. And those are the people that are praying for you day in and day out. Um, anybody else? Uh, this is funny again. I just want to say one more thing because I'm really getting a, a even a better understanding just from, you know, you explaining a little bit more um, with that, um, you know, the the crushing as well, you know what I'm saying, and with mm-hmm. the um, the guarding so that the enemy don't steal you, you know, with this within that needs to come out so that we can be our authentic whoever God, whoever God created us to be, you know, we need to be able to get those things out that's not of him, that's not what he, you know, intent um, for us to have. And to get rid of it, but during that time, if we don't, right? I'm just trying to get a better understanding. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the enemy could take us within, you know, with that, you know, in us, right? 
Well, Am I getting what happens is, to, well, no, what I'll say, okay. no, 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 I, I, I get where you're trying to go. Um, so basically what you're asking is in the process of the threshing, if you, if you don't, if you're saying if you don't allow it to happen, the enemy can take you, is that what you were saying? Yeah. I want to make yeah. sure I heard you yeah. right. Okay. Okay. I'm a, so basically this is what happens, right? If you are in the threshing process, and you don't allow for the separation of the things that are not edible, that are not being able to be used from being stripped off of you, what happens is when the winnowing happens, and that's when the wind comes in, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit does the final separation of the things that are still chaff separating from the things that are the grain and the seed. So there is the Holy Spirit that comes in and blows on you and finishes the work. So at the end of the day, right, because you are made of incorruptible seed, because you are a new creature in Christ, um, you are protected, which is why I said God has the watchman on the threshing floor guarding you, which is also why I said not to be afraid of the process or to fight the process, but to allow it to happen. Because at the end of the day, God is watching over you from the beginning to the end so that his perfect work can be completed and you can become your authentic self, the healthiest version of yourself so that you can be used in the edification and the nourishment of the kingdom and the body of Christ. Amen. All right. Got it now? Thank you. Yes, yes, that is beautiful. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so in not cooperate, this is Gloria again, and in, in, when we fail to cooperate with the threshing process, we actually frustrate and make slower the process of getting the, the, the old life and the old foolishness out of us so that we can be authentic and be used by God the way God wants us to be used. Because yeah. the entire process, the Holy Spirit is going to, when you, when you re- recall the, the, um, the parable that Jesus taught about when the, the uh, bad seed had been, had been sown the in with the, good, mm-hmm. the wheat and the tares, the, he said, leave it alone. And when it's time, it's going to be separated. So in the process of the threshing floor for while we're here on this earth and while we're going through our lives, this is the threshing floor for us, for us to allow God to get his perfect work worked out out and in and through us so that we can glorify him the way we're supposed to on in the earth. Because the day is coming when there's going to be a judgment. But in the meantime, we can either uh, agree with the process and go along with it and, and, and be used to his glory, or we can keep frustrating our own work, our own walk. And that's not what the will of God is. So thank God for him allowing declarations and, and the learning process for us and the opportunity for us to be obedient. I'm going back on mute. My God, that's beautiful. That's, that's it. Um, that's it. That's why I was saying, like, the cycle, when you're in a cycle and you find yourself not growing to where God's calling you yet, because you're fighting the process. Like she said, you're just delaying it, so don't delay it. Does that make sense, Juanita? 
make sense to you? Amen. Yes, it does. I love this. Thank you so much. Awesome. Awesome. So, if there's is there anyone else um, before we go? Yeah, right before you go, sis, I just want to say thank you. Because right now, I'm just like, this was really good. You know, it was like, I'm thanking God, like, thank you for giving us the understanding, you know, his gift and the wisdom of, of, of applying, you know. So that's why I feel mm-hmm. just so blessed by your declaration today. Just wanted to. Thank you. Thank you. God be praised. Yeah, I, um, I'm glad that this blessed you all. And as you may decide to, um, she wanted some more. I urge you all to read. There's a few different scriptures you can read, but um, definitely read about it in Second Samuel 24, 18 through 24. Chronicles 21, 18 through 27. Second uh, Chronicles chapter three, verse one, and. Uh, the third chapter of Ruth. Um, those are all good places to understand how in the Old Testament, um, what the threshing floor was in the process. Can you repeat those, please? Sure. Second uh, <clears throat> Samuel, chapter 24, verses 18 through 24. First Chronicles, chapter 21. Verses 18 through 27. Second Chronicles chapter 3, verse 1. And Ruth, the third chapter. So um, you can read about that. You can also, uh, another one is Isaiah 41, verses 15 and 16. And when you read and you meditate on it, Allow the entrance of his word to bring light and understanding. Yeah. Hey, Joy Joy. <laughs> hey, Lisa. I wasn't going to say nothing because the conversation was good and it was all said. I, I just wanted to mention that last part of Second Samuel 24 and 24. And I love that story. You mentioned it earlier about David. Um, and if you go back and you get to that last part, don't overlook that part about David when he went to go and purchase that land. It is so important when David got ready to buy, get that land that he wanted to um, go and I think he wanted to offer up a sacrifice. I got to go back and revisit it, but I heard it in my spirit earlier and just confirming it. Um, when David wanted to go and get that land from that 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 guy um, Arana, I believe how, I'm not even gotta go mm-hmm. look at how you pronounce no, that land. It, <laughs> that name. Yeah, the Arana, right. Mm-hmm. right, right, right. He was like um, he, because David was who he was, and you know when you when you have a position of power, people just want to give you things. But David recognizing the significance of what he wanted to do on that land. He said that I will not go and get that land. I I insist on paying for it because I will not offer up a sacrifice unto my Lord, my God, that would cost me nothing. Go read it in several different translations. Sometimes 
we got to pay for or make a sacrifice for something that we offer up to God. Go, 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 when you, when you go and you look at that particular scripture, that was in the NIV. When you go and you look at exactly what that is saying, I will not offer up to my God that which costs me nothing. Right? When he talks about present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, our bodies, really, it costs us everything because Jesus paid his life for it. So when we look at ourselves and how valuable we really are before him, it costs him everything. It costs him his life for us. We're valuable to him. And so when he's talking about that wheat and that chaff, let him sort it out. The things we go through in life, every single thing that we are going through is to purify us, and we're going through fires and trials and tribulations so that we can be pruned and purged in order so that we can produce fruit. This threshing floor is necessary. Whether we want to or not, we will. And so the sacrifice, (laughs) we might as well go ahead, surrender. It's like sometimes it's got to be a sacrifice of praise. And so I'm learning, I am learning to surrender and go through the process. And like Glow said, sometimes fighting it is futile. Sometimes just surrendering and throwing up the white flag and just leaning into it. I think Dion says that leaning into the process, it sometimes makes it easier. So thank you, sis. Great, great, great declaration. But I just wanted to say that offering up ourselves before him, it, it cost him everything, so why shouldn't it cost us something? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to share that. I just want to holler right there, Lisa. I'm telling you, listen. Oh my God, when you said that, <laughs> you know, you know, we always think that, and I'm just gonna put it in the natural. We always thinking that a hookup is the best thing, but he's not. He's not worth a hookup. He's worth the sacrifice. It costs, like she said, it costs us everything. We don't want to offer him just no any, any, no, just no anything that's not worth it. We can't pay him back, but we can definitely, uh, you know, just give him what we feel is so valuable with the work put into it and the appreciation and the sacrifice. Oh, my God, Lisa. Oh, my God. He just meditate on that, like. <laughs> hey, it's Dee, Dee Lisa, you, man, you got me over here, like, the sacrifice and, like, finding yourself on the threshing floor because we all have just exposing us who we are. It's so much to this, but that authentic place for me. Right, because I, I I hear us and we say a lot of stuff, but it it got to get realer, so he can expose some stuff in us. I'm just saying for mm-hmm. me, listening to you, Christina Joy, this morning, there's so much going on. So at at the at his feet, once again on the threshing floor, just all of it, because we got to go through the process, and it ain't always it don't always feel good, but it is mm-hmm. what it is, and you got to trust mm-hmm. him. I thank you this morning because it just really, I have had a lot of fog in my head for the whole 
2022, but this morning, when I tell you it's listed, it feels like we have a sinus infection and you can't think mm. clearly, mm. but some things you said, even making me go back, and like I said, I've been going back into my notes from my classes that I've been blessed to take at Revival Center, and it's so good. It's so good. So I thank you so much. And walking words, you always, my God, Rochelle, I hear you. Mm-hmm. 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 Good morning, Sister Joy. Excellent declaration, and thank you to every one of you. Um, it's so powerful because you guys just hit the nail on the head. Because I think we need to go back and look further into it and study more into it. This is something that you don't just listen to and let it be something that we have to listen to and continue to go back and listen to it and seek the gospel and the Holy Spirit walk with us. So I want to thank you for your declaration. You're welcome. God bless you. I want to ask you your name because I don't think I I haven't I haven't heard your voice before. It's your favorite accent. It's really beautiful. But uh, <laughs> well, thank you. This is Jack. This is Jack. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Christina, mm. can I just say one more thing that the Russian floor and what Lisa talked about just takes you I'm into worship. You. True does, worship. It? Oh my God! It caught like the call. Oh God! Yes, (laughs) yes. It's like the what? What? What do you value so much that we, you know, we hold certain things in our hand and we, we, we don't idolize things. Well, I try my best not to, and I ask the Lord to remove it. But certain things that we, you know, count so precious. That right there is precious because we can't. We cannot pay Him back. We owe him everything and mm-hmm. don't even yeah, have, yes, and don't have any kind of currency or anything. The best thing that we can offer him is us. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. thinking on how much he loves us takes you into worship and wanting to do more and offer up the mm-hmm. best that we have for him. That's why mm-hmm. we have to cleanse and purge and obey mm-hmm. and ask for forgiveness and be the best that we can be for him to God be the mm. glory. Lisa make me sick. I mean, Lisa, I'm telling you, but he has a point. The cost, what is the cost? What is the cost? And when you think about it, what it is that you're fighting, releasing the God on the threshing floor, is it really worth the fight? You know what I mean? If your struggle, if your struggle is is with unforgiveness. Let, is, it really, is it really worth it? She struggles with being with someone you know God told you to leave last year. Is it worth it? Not worth it. Sacrifices. Because there's a cost. Wow. My Lord. Mm. Go ahead, Lisa. That's Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful addition to this conversation. I'm glad you spoke up. I'm glad you didn't sit there silent. So is there anybody else? I, I know y'all are quiet. I don't I don't think nothing of it. I understand God is doing what he does, but 
Definitely, you have a flavor spirit, sis. Your sweet spirit, it resonates. You're so educated and postured, and the truth is powerful, sis. We on pause right now, but I promise you did your thing. Appreciate you. Yeah, I feel like we should make a fila. Just in this moment. Maybe just for 30 seconds. But just think think about what it is that you know you need to give to God. What's the sacrifice that you know is necessary? And let him speak to you about it. You know, for some of us, what he wants to take is our idea of what our lives should have been, that image that the enemy uses to make us feel like we're not worthy of being used by God. He wants you to put that on the dressing floor. For some of us, he wants to take the little child in us that felt rejected and abused. The child that grew up into an adult that was spoken and ashamed. He wants to break things off of you. Wow. For others, he wants to take off that anger. The anger that you feel like you're supposed to hold on to because things didn't go the way you thought they should in your life or in the lives of your loved ones. So you're angry with God. You're mad at him. For others, he wants to take away the fear. Fear of letting go. Fear of the unknown. I think this is a good place to end this. Um, I really, as you allow the Lord to minister to you, as some of you willingly decide to go on the threshing floor, as you cry it out, as you worship it out, as you let Holy Spirit blow and do the winnowing to remove the remaining tasks from the edible grain. I want you all to um, to know that even in this process, as you talk to him, know that he hears you. He listens to you intently. Don't be afraid of the sacrifice. 
Don't be afraid of what it costs for you to become your authentic self so that God can continue to cultivate the grain, the harvest of mature grain that he planted inside of you when you were just a seed. Allow him to enlighten the eyes of your understanding. I'm going to pray real quick and then I'm going to just go ahead and release the call. Cause but Lord, I just want to thank you. I thank you for giving us peace while we're on the threshing floor. I thank you for the eternal cost that Jesus made on the cross. So in this process of being crushed, whatever it is we're sacrificing that we know that because Jesus laid down his life for us, we can allow you to do your perfect work in and through us on this blessing for That we are not being punished by the pain. That the pain is necessary to separate those things that will destroy what you have created us to be from still lacking on to who we are. Thank you for the watchmen who watch over the rushing floor to make sure that nothing interrupts the process that you are doing and each and every one of your souls that are on this call, that you put on the hearts and the minds of all the watchmen their names, that they cry them out to you for you to protect them as you continue to allow them the process of becoming their authentic self. I thank you for the process of sanctification and the beautiful place of worship that is the threshing floor. Thank you for a posture of humility and for those who are cooperating even now with the process, even if they're crying it out, even if they're afraid to speak, God. I thank you that you know what's written on their hearts and their desires and that you came to heal the brokenhearted and bind up their wounds. Thank you that those decided to stop running from you and to accept this. We thank you for your tender mercies and your loving kindness. We thank you for the lessons that will come from the process of depression and that we will become authentic, refined, and pure. Thank you for the Holy Spirit blowing now, blowing away pride and fear blowing away resentment and ushering in your peace that passes all understanding. Thank you for filling our hearts even now through this process in Jesus' name. And I ask for the angels that are assigned to our destiny to take guard over our lives and to watch over us and to keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger as we're being exposed on the session floor. Thank you for the blood that covers us on your flesh and floor, the blood of Jesus that makes us whiter than snow. And no matter the cost, God, we give it all to you. Yes, you can use us for kingdom purpose in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Have a blessed day. Amen. 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 Happy Amen. Have a Hey, Alexa, hang up on.